0: I have three balls. And listen to this. These balls are scented. And I'm not joking. You have scented balls? Yes, it's scented balls. And, and the, the, my favorite ball was my, my Storm Crossroad. It smelled like maple syrup. And to this day... So you smell your balls? <laughs> my <laughs> balls do have a scent. But if I come back to Chicago, I'll bring my balls and we'll go out there on a Monday night and rock...
1: The Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben.
2: I was watching uh, Mannequin the other day. Yeah. Did you know that Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now is from that movie? Yeah. I didn't know that. Is that Starship? It is the Starship. Just Starship. Starship. Not to be confused. I mean, the worst song of all time. I think I can safely say that the worst song I've ever heard is from Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starship. I don't know if it's Jefferson Starship or if it's Starship or what the fuck but Which we built this city that we built this city <laughs> on rock and roll and tore it down with shit i mean that song it is the worst it's, we've I, we've talked about
0: this, this before no right? there's a bad song by kiss called god gave rock and roll to you oh i
3: know that song that's not that's not as god bad
0: god gave as rock and, and roll
2: to city. you it's horrible it's not as bad as we built this city Someone's always playing
3: corporation games. <laughs> do you guys have so this sucks. thing like this cable? Like we had this thing called U68, which was channel 68. Uh, you know, what do they call that? VHF? What's the thing that at weird Al has a whole movie? UHF. UHF. Yeah. So we had a UHF station in the, on the East coast called U68 and Mm-hmm. We for, had a couple of those here. For a while, they were pl- they would have the Uncle Floyd show, which is a fantastic sort of kids variety show that's really for adults. Um mm-hmm. it used to have all kinds of cool, like the Ramones used to be on it a lot. But then after that, it switched into this weird, in the MTV era, it switched into like this weird music video channel that only showed videos that people would call in and request. So you'd like call all in all day. and But it was mostly... It wound up being, um, 99% of it was, was people wanting to play pop, not pop that pussy by two live crew, because that wasn't the video version of it, it was pop that coochie. So like you turn pop on u- coochie. Pop, Yeah. So if you turn on u 68 and like 20 hours a day, it would be pop that coochie, which I, was fine with me. Great video, great <laughs> song. Uh, but the, but God gave rock and roll to you. The kiss video was also very popular on u 68. Wasn't that the box? Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah, yeah, the box. And it was all called in. Everything was call in, and you yeah. had to call to see a video. And you finally got through, and maybe they would play it. Maybe they wouldn't. But they would play a lot of the same videos.
2: You had to pay. I think he oh, did. I don't know about that. I think he well, did. That's, that's I think you had to pay. I think each call they'd charge you for the call or something like that. <laughs> that's how they got you. Wow, God
3: sold rock and roll to
4: you.
2: <laughs> Yes. Yes. Speaking of KISS, our guest today did a KISS cover that I was listening to earlier. Uh, Gabe, who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Ali
0: Jados. Is that how you say it? Jados, yes. From Blood People. The scary band name that they are. Yeah. Ali Jados
2: from Blood People. And from... uh, playing with us at
3: the Metallica show. Yeah. yeah. Is that how you first met Allie or did you already know her from the- No, I knew Allie.
2: I've no- known Allie for, known Allie for a while. And we've done, we've done a few shows with Blood People. They are definitely one of my favorite Chicago bands. Um, They've got something new that I, I went in and worked on with them, but I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know when we'll see. When those songs will see the light of day, maybe we can, uh, ask her about it. So Ali Jados is here, which he, Hey everybody, it's, it's not a dude. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, I, I got an email the other day from, uh, Mark Shanahan from the Boston globe. So apparently he's still listening to the show, uh, <laughs> Send me an email. It said, uh, glad you appreciated the mention, even if you can't resist complaining about it. And then he's got like a little winky, winking emoji thing. Uh, I'll be a regular listener whether you have more chicks on or not. Said chicks. Also, I don't think Gabe has ever been more unintentionally hilarious than when he insisted that if he's funny, it's intentional. (laughs) And then minutes later, he thought the Carpenters track was the cover. (laughs)
3: Yeah, he's an insightful guy. That
2: uh... no, I didn't think that. I didn't think that.
0: My mind was blown that you were that I was being brought into some weird fifth dimension or something that I didn't know was happening. It's like, hold on a second, are you trying to tell me that this is a cover? And then I thought, what are you talking? Could it be a cover? I don't even remember. That's the thing. I don't. Sometimes I don't know that I'm being funny until I'm actually saying it out loud. Then the words come out and I'm okay, yes. That's me being funny.
2: So that's unintentionally hilarious.
0: It might be unintentional to begin with, but by the time it comes out of my mouth from my brain, it's intentionally funny.
2: No. See you see what you've see what you've done here? Mark Shanahan has crumbled <laughs> your facade. There's no facade. And he got you to admit that you are unintentionally hilarious. Mark's a clever motherfucker. He can think it all he wants that I'm unintentionally funny.
0: But I get the last laugh. (laughs) How? How so? Because I I know when it's intentionally funny. That sounds like a threat. (laughs) I know when it's intentionally funny and when it's not. He doesn't. But that's okay. Because that's the point. Were you out okay. in the sun today, Gabe? You look a little. Yes, I was. Red. It's in Florida. It's sunny down in Florida, and we went to the beach.
3: And uh, yeah.
2: Because you're such a beach person.
3: When you're in Florida, you got to go to the beach. You also got to put some sunscreen on, bro.
0: I didn't think it was going to be like this. Yeah. Uh I got. I got. I'm going to feel it tonight and tomorrow. So if I'm a little red. Florida, where woke goes to die and pale people. I don't understand why people want to say woke all the time like it's accepted. I, I don't, I'm, I'm against it. I'm against the word woke. Oh, well, a, you're in the you're in the right preach. place at the right time. I know, but you can't just make up a word, say this is how it is and how it always was, and now we're going to accept the fact that this word is is all over. It's it's just uh, woke is what I do when I wake up in the morning. I woke, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, it's stupid. It's a way to own the libs. I, I get it, uh, but I, I, I don't know.
0: Who gives a fuck? I get it, but they think that they think they have something get over it? on everybody by calling them woke, and I don't think it's I don't think it's the case. I know,
2: I know. That's the part that pisses Great. me off. Maybe they do maybe they do. (laughs) What's the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery? Is this a joke? No. They're two different things. Did you know that? No. No. A graveyard is smaller and it's usually connected to a church and a cemetery is is big. Tons
3: of graves. And doesn't have to have a place of worship attached to it. That's no. official? That's the
2: definition? Of the difference? Yes. I was reading through this thing of words that you think are synonyms, and they're actually not. What's the difference between poisonous and venomous?
3: There is none. No, well, ven- oh, I don't know. Venomous seems like goes. It's, it's specifically about venom, whereas poison can be more than just snake venom or whatever right poisonous has to be ingested
2: or touched for, but uh, venomous is you know like being bitten or it has to be injected
3: I like it you got more how about how
2: about this what's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean nothing well I don't know but I've never paid 50 bucks to have a garbanzo bean on my face
3: ah uh... Did that, did that joke get told the, the, the day we had your dad on? <laughs>
2: Maybe. It's a good bit then, and it's still a good bit now.
3: So it's officially Oscar season now, and it kicked off last night with uh, Chris Rock on Netflix. Oh,
2: Yeah, did you see that? I watched it. Yeah, He got some things off his chest.
3: It, it, he, he let it simmer for a year, and uh, I liked it. Did you like it, Ben? I did. I felt bad because he kind of blew the joke. Uh, He kept saying um, emancipation. Emancipation instead of concussion. Uh, But it was still pretty funny.
2: What's the difference between emancipation and concussion?
3: I don't know. They both suck, right? I haven't seen emancipation. Yeah, that's it. Yes, Oscar
2: season is upon us. Should we... uh, Sounds like you want... You want a second crack at this, don't you? Well, I uh, yes, because I don't know if Gabe really had his picks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Gabe really had his picks down. So, you know, let let's make this interesting. Come on, I stand by my picks. Hundred bucks. (laughs) I'll put in a hundred bucks.
3: There's a question I want to ask. Now, this is this is. We're not playing around anymore with like what we would like and stuff. This is us just calling what we think. No, will this win. is who
2: we think is going. And, well, yes. And
3: do we know have the votes already been cast and tallied? When do people actually get to vote for these things? I don't know. Because that's an important factor. You know what I mean? It's like the well, mail-in because, balance thing. Because there's all these award shows. And so, um, you know, it. If, if people don't have to vote for Oscars until like, let's say today, you know, everything everywhere all at once has already been winning all these other awards. So maybe people get burnt out and say, ah, fuck it. I'll just vote for something else for Oscar. On the other hand, if they've already voted, then I mean, I think the answers are obvious. It's going to be everything everywhere all at once for everything.
2: The way it's going, I don't see how anything but that could win. It's got to be everything everywhere all at once. Do you concur, Gabe? Sure. Let's turn to the next one.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. What's the next one? Best director. Is it? You think it's going to be the Daniels,
3: Ben? Yeah, I think they're or going to give
2: Spielberg's it to Spielberg. Spielberg's going to get it. But if you think it's everything, everywhere all at once, is going to take everything,
3: That. why do you think the Daniels are? Because I to get just it? think there's got to be a limit. To the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe the Daniels. That that's that's a bridge too far. I think. Okay. So we're both on the same
2: page so far. Spielberg. What what about you, Gabe? I'll say Spielberg because. On to the next one. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> the okay. Okay. So this one is tough. For uh, actor.
0: Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brendan Fraser, Paul Mescal,
3: Bill Nighy. What say you, Ben? Well, back when we did this when we did this the first time, I said Brendan Fraser. And I think he's been winning awards in the meantime, has he not? I don't know. Who won who won the SAG awards? I don't know
2: who won the set. Sa- have they I had the set awards
3: yet, or are we missing them
2: right Maybe. now?
3: But I'm gonna I'm gonna change my vote, and I'm gonna say Colin Farrell. That was my vote. Okay, I'm on your. I'm jumping on your bandwagon. Do you stay. Are you staying with? But Colin? I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
2: are we looking at a world where Austin Butler oh, is gonna win? Can't. Possibly be.
0: Butler's not going to do it. It's going to be Brendan Fraser. I, I'm going to go with
2: Austin Butler. No, can't be. I think we're living in a world where people are actually going
3: to vote for that fucking guy. Okay, well that's I think that's going to be a fun night then because we 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 went three ways here. All right. Actor,
0: no actress in a leading role. We're done with that last one, right? Kate Blanchett, yes. Anna Diarmas. Andrea Riesboro, Michelle Williams, Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going gonna... to. What's your Williams. limb?
2: Just because she was on <laughs> Dawson's Creek. Why are you betting on a loser? She's not going to win. Long shot. It's it's impossible. It's... I I think it's g- going to be Michelle Yao. I do too. I I'm changing my oh, vote.
3: Change, what, what did you pick last time?
2: Kate Blanchett I thought I thought Kate Blanchett was a lock but I, I just I mean you know maybe it was because I was watching Police Story 3 last night but I think I'm going to show you know Yow. what's
3: funny is I watched Tar again last night my second time with Tar yeah. Oh yeah what Would you think um uh, you know I, I I wasn't as annoyed by the things that I was annoyed first time. I, I liked it. And then I was, it was fun. It was my, my wife's first time watching it. And then I sent her the Richard Brody review. And I said, take a look at this. And she was like, what in the fuck was this guy watching? So what, who do you think's going to win? I, I'm
2: still going with Michelle Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's better than Kate Blanchett. No, she really isn't. Maybe she is. I think she's I mean, she's she is awesome. I, I'm not. I'm not going to have a problem. Right. She wins.
3: She's the best thing about that movie by a landslide. A- and I love what's his name from Indiana Jones. So, oh, well, yeah. he's going to win too. I think he's
2: a lock. Yeah, I think he might be the only real lock, other than the best picture. What are we talking about? Actor now in a supporting role. Supporting role, yeah. Supporting actor. Well,
0: let's get to the nominees: Brendan Gleeson, Brian Tyree Henry. Judd Hirsch, Barry Keegan, (laughs) Ki-Hua-Kwan. And I'm still sticking with Judd Hirsch because he was in taxi. It's
2: the only reason. Uh Uh-huh. Why? Do you know how to bet? You bet not with what you you want to happen or in your limited worldview you think should happen. You're betting on what you think will happen. I know you're a betting guy. Yeah, but I don't. I'm
0: not going to put money on on the line. Real money on this. This is fake money. And Judd Hirsch, how many more chances is he going to get in his life to get an Oscar? This is it, and he's going to win it.
2: You honestly think Judd Hirsch is going to be striding (laughs) up to that podium?
0: (laughs) I didn't even see the movie. What do I care? I'm just going along with the bit.
2: (laughs) You think I? I When you bet, when okay, when you make a bet on football. Do you bet for, for the team that's not even in the Super Bowl?
0: No, I picked the team with the best helmet.
3: <laughs> Speaking of best helmets, okay. Uh, Let's do best supporting actors. Did we talk about this last time? But we, we both think k Hugh Kwan is going to win. That's, that the, that's the actor. <clears throat> I'm talking about his female counterpart. What are those nominees? I want to pick All right. I can't remember if we did, did we this pick, last Did time. we pick this one, though? Yeah, let's let's put. Yeah, a, this one is key. Oh, I'm sorry, key. I'm going with key. 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 Hua
2: Okay, we're both going with that. Okay. Okay. Great. On to actress:
0: Angela Bassett, Hong Chow, Carrie Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Stephanie Hsu. I'm sticking with Jamie Lee Curtis because I want to see her win. That's it.
3: Next. <laughs> Stephanie Shu is also in Everything Here. Everywhere at All One. She's the daughter? Yes. Okay. Yeah. N- neither of those are happening. You think? Oh, you think it's Angela Bassett? Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Really? You're
2: going to follow I, my I lead? Think either,
3: I think it's either Angela
2: Bassett or Carrie Condon.
0: Huh. Ben and I
3: are on the same page for once. I think every I think people yeah, I'm love sticking with Angela. I think people love that Jamie Lee Curtis in Hollywood. And I love her too, but she's kind oh, of a pain in my ass. Who doesn't today. love Jamie Lee Curtis? What kind I of freak? I don't know. She's Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sure. No, I think it's <laughs> gonna be Angela Bassett. But, uh, maybe, maybe Carrie Condon. I uh, that could happen. This one I'm not so sure about. This is a hard one. And I'm not so
3: sure sure about the actor either. Right. Those are the tricky ones. Uh, the, the actor is hard because there is no lead actor from Everything Everywhere All at Wants to just take it. Well, <laughs> you know who, what we didn't talk about last time, and I think we should, is let's talk about screenplays.
2: Oh, you want to pick screenplays?
3: I think we should.
0: Writing original screenplay? Yeah, let's do that one. Okay. All right. Uh, the Banshees, written by Martin <laughs> McDonough.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, well, he's going to win
0: Everywhere, anything, whatever Daniel and Daniel The Fable Men's written by Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner Tar by Todd Field And Triangle of Sadness by Ruben
2: Ostlund. I mean, it's got to be the Banshees of Inisherin, right?
3: Martin yeah. McKenna Yeah
2: What do you think they'll give it to the Daniels?
3: That's what I was going to say Like maybe they know they're not going to vote for them for director So they give them the screenplay
2: Yeah, I could see that happening but on the other hand, Banshees of Inisherin might win Best Picture. I don't think so. No, 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 no shot. What about an adapted screenplay?
0: Uh, okay, All Quiet on the Western Front, Gla- uh, Glass Onion, uh, Living, uh, Top Gun, uh, Maverick, or Women uh, Talking.
3: Uh, oh God. God! Is this? Does anybody even care about this? That's a crazy bunch of screenplays. Oh, mo- craziest because Glass Onion gets stuck as an adapted screenplay for the sole reason that I think it's a sequel, right? It's not adapted for yeah. anything. It's stupid.
2: It is stupid. Did they do that to Godfather 2? I think they did. Godfather 2 is an adapted screenplay. I well, I mean, it would have been because it was a novel.
4: Yeah. There
3: you go. Bad, bad example. Um, Well, let me ask you a question about that. Are the events of Godfather 2 in the Godfather novel?
2: I don't know. I've never read the Godfather novel. Me either.
3: But Puzo, but but Mario Puzo. But it would
2: be based on
3: characters characters from another.
2: Sure. Right. I mean, are we looking at Sarah Pauli winning for this?
0: Oh, fuck. For women talking. I think we are. Here's the real question. Is it adopted screenplay or adapted screenplay?
3: Well Scott said adopted, but he's he's adapted. (laughs) Speaking of I adopt this screenplay. Speaking of adopted or babies adopted or otherwise, has Ryan's wife had a baby? As of this taping no. So what are you going with? The screenplay. I okay. can't I I don't care how much of a lock it would be, I could never say the words Sarah Pauly's screenplay. So I need to pick something else. Uh I'm gonna say Glass Onion. People seem to like that piece of shit, so I'm what gonna about say, Maverick. People like that piece of shit too, but not, not the screenplay.
2: This is a tough one. I'm going with Sarah Polly.
3: You're a better man than I they can't. They can't give it to Sarah. <laughs> <Sir Paul. I, laughs>
2: this is a tough one. All right, Sir Polly. Polly, Polly. And you
0: picked Gabe. What did you pick? I'm going with. You. Is it Ryan Johnson? Glass Onion. All right.
2: Good, good Ooh, two for Ryan Johnson. Hey. Okay. Better Ryan Johnson than
3: Ron Johnson. No? Okay.
2: Speaking of women talking. Hey everybody, it's Ali Jados. Jados? J- it sounds weird when I say it. How do you say your last name?
1: Jados. You got
2: Jados? it. Jados. Oh, yeah, it sounds good then when yeah. I say it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> How you doing?
1: I'm doing good.
2: How are you? I'm all right. Have you seen any of these movies that are nominated for best picture at the Oscars?
1: Uh, I'm yes, I've seen a few. A few of them, not all, but a few. Which
2: ones have you seen?
1: Um, Babylon is that nominated?
3: Unfortunately, no.
2: Okay.
1: I mean, (laughs) why not? I don't know. I loved it. Okay, awesome. Um, let's see. I've seen The Banshees. Okay. That's Um, Gabe's
2: favorite. No, it's not.
1: It was good. It was good. Um,
2: Did you see Tar?
1: I did. I loved Tar. Oh, you did? Okay. I loved Tar. Yeah. I saw about, it in the theater. I mean, obviously, I guess I, well, I saw the Banshees at home, but Tara in the theater, and it was like
2: it's the way to amazing. go. Yeah. What about Women Talking? Have you seen that?
1: No. Is that good? Not, My sister no. was watching that last night. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, she said it's like they do it in like a play format or something. It kind which, of
2: feels like a play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super into plays, so I was like, oh, I don't think I'd like that. <laughs>
2: You're not a theater fan?
1: Not really. I don't know. I feel like every play I go to, I'm just kind of like, eh.
3: Do <laughs> you like movies that aren't black and white, but might as well be because they've drained almost all of the color out of the image? See, this is Ben's problem with the movie. Not because it was boring <laughs> or because he's,
2: you know, he hates women. It's just they drain <laughs> the color out of the movie.
1: Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it, but
2: it's uh it's it's women talking.
1: Oh, okay. That's
2: pretty much what it is.
1: <laughs> no so, men uh, talking, huh?
2: <laughs> no men talking. Okay. There's one man talking. <laughs> so you do what what's this thing you're doing at uh the diversity rock and bowl on Mondays?
1: On Mondays, yeah. So we're gonna do like a rock and roll night. Um just playing Music videos on the big screens, um, old, new, local. Um, it's just gonna be a party.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, Gabe and I used to go there all the time.
1: Remember oh yeah,
0: yeah. We, we used to bowl. We didn't to do anything t- with music there. It was just going with people who were
2: in the scene. We didn't do anything. We just no, bowl for it fun. Was like it, it was, they would play rock music that, that's what was going on remember it wasn't videos or anything it was
0: just uh somebody playing
2: acdc because there were no videos when we were going it was the 70s no but that's a nice place that's that's they call it rock and bowl for a reason
1: yeah it's What's fun it's fun to hang out there
2: how did that happen
1: um i was just i don't know i just had the itch to like start bowling i don't know i was bored and i was like okay quit drinking for a little bit so I was like all right let's find other things to do <laughs> so I just started right. like bowling alley hopping and uh, I don't know I saw a guy that I went to middle school with at the front desk at the river bowl and I was it was just funny and then I knew the bartender and then I hit it off with the owner and then he hired me to bartend there and then we just I started you know my gears started turning about the Rock and roll night, so
2: sounds good yeah. Monday nights
1: Monday University nights you rock and yeah, yes.
2: all right well, thanks for being on the show. It was nice to have
1: you <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs>
2: So where did you grow up? Are you from Chicago?
1: Uh, I'm from Lake Zurich.
2: Okay. It's wow. like
1: 45 minutes north of the city.
2: Gabe loves Lake Zurich.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of boring. Out is there, there an
3: actual Lake <laughs> Zurich in Lake Zurich?
1: There is. There is. Yes.
3: And is there an actual Buffalo Grove in Buffalo Grove?
1: I don't know. Gabe?
3: Uh, they have
0: <laughs> statues of buffaloes all over the city. If go. that counts. That counts. Probably a hundred years ago, they had live buffalo there, but I don't know. Hmm.
2: Live buffalo? What are you talking about? (laughs) Wild buffalo, bison, whatever. I don't know. know, I saw a live buffalo on stage at uh, House of Blues once.
1: On stage?
2: On stage, a live buffalo. It was a a Ted Nugent concert. (laughs) And he came out on stage on a buffalo. And he choked it to death? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he choked his death and ate it right then and there. So okay, so you're from Lake Zurich. Mm-hmm. And when did you start playing guitar?
1: Oh God, I played I started playing when I was like eleven or twelve. My dad gave me a Gibson Les Paul recording that he mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Okay. Ni- Nineteen seventy-eight. Recording that he bought when he was, like, 16 at a garage sale for, like, $25.
4: Man.
1: Yeah. And he gave it to me for my, I think, for my 12th birthday or something. So.
2: Is that it behind you?
1: It is. Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah.
2: So you put out solo records before you put out Blood People records.
1: I did, yeah. Yeah. I've been in, I mean... Bands all my life, but yeah, I did a couple solo records. Like um, I think 2012, I put out one EP, and then 2015, another EP.
2: That wasn't your first band, though.
1: No, mm I've okay, had. What was the first band? The first band I was in was um, well, Jeff that plays in Blood People as well. We, was, I mean, we were in a band together when we were like 18. Uh huh. So like in my parents' basement, like literally playing. You know, um, we played our first show at the rec- local record store, and like I think we were sixteen. that was our first show, and then I mean, we made an e p uh, maybe one or two e p s with that band right. long gone. <laughs> I don't know where those are what were they called um, Oh God, so I had this thing, like my grandma and I were like super close, so um, I had her name all my bands, so it was like. I think the band was called two hoots and a holler the first band because <laughs> <laughs> we were two peas. We played just like you, Scott. We were, right. I was on guitar and vocals and then Jeff was on drums. Um, we did that for a while. And then I had another band called the brass beans. Cause did she gra-
2: name that too.
1: She did. Well, uh. I thought it was so funny cause my dad used to be in a band and while they were trying to come up with the name, my grandma just like chimed in was like, what about the brass beans? (laughs) I just thought that was so funny. So I was like, okay, we'll just stick with that. And it was just, I mean, the name did not fit the sound, obviously. We were like pretty heavy, but it was just kind of funny for me. All
2: right. So blood people, like, I mean, it kind of hits the sweet spot for me. Like it's like heavy, but it's catchy as fuck. And and that's kind of like, that's not as easy to do, I think as you make it sound, you know, or else everybody would do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it takes, you know, yeah, it takes a long time. I mean, we have takes brass beans.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, I mean, where um, did, so where did that come from? Like, you know, what, what were you listening to?
1: I mean, Metallica and Nirvana were like always my top two. I mean, uh-huh. anything like, you know, thrash metal, um, like growing up, I mean, whole, of course, The Distillers. Um, yeah, I mean, anything heavy. I loved Slayer. If, if, if it wasn't heavy or, like, I didn't really, like, care for female voices. I hate to say that, but, like, it wasn't never, like, raspy enough unless it was Courtney Love or, like, Brody Dahl from The Distillers. I was just like, meh. And I mean I obviously like my chain, or my taste has like matured but you know before it was like if it wasn't heavy I didn't like it.
2: So so you weren't into like pop music or anything like that. This just innate tunefulness just comes from nowhere.
1: I mean well I grew up with like the Beatles and like classic rock so like you know there's obviously like you know heavy melody like in that kind of stuff but like Yeah. You know I guess in my teenage years it was just like I just wanted to listen to heavy music. That's it. Yeah,
2: metal or nothing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think somebody played me Jeff Buckley, like, hallelujah. And it's like, I mean, such a beautiful song, but it was like, I was like, oh, no. When I was like 15, you know, I was like, no, I didn't want that.
2: (laughs) I remember you doing like a lot of like, open mic, like hosting open mic nights and stuff. And, you know, you're playing... Uh, And it's pretty, you know, it's acoustic stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I play all over the city now. I mean, doing acoustic cover shows. Um, But we used to do a night at Angels and Kings. That's kind of how it started. We would like, I would host a night with Adam Savin at Angels and Kings downtown at the Hard Rock every Tuesday night. And we'd have like a rotating band come in. I think you had maybe been to one, one or two of those. I don't know. It was like when uh, boots with spurs, yeah, um, like that kind of era. I'm like trying. I think um, Matt Devine came out one night, like Greg Corner, like all those guys. Um, And then I think we switched to at North. We did some things at Revel Room, but we did that Mm -hmm. for years. And I mean, we haven't. I kind of missed that. We haven't done that in a long time, but it was fun.
4: Yeah, that's kind of why
1: I like. Wanted to do the bowling thing, because it's like, it's nice to have a weekly thing where you get together with people and just, you know, where something's just always going to happen on that one night, you know. Talk about music, hang out, whatever, you know.
0: And bowl. Gabe, are you going to go to this thing? If I come back to Chicago, I will bring my balls. (laughs) When I say balls, I mean my bowling balls.
3: My three ball bowling bag. We figured that.
2: So, Gabe will not bowl without his ball. He, he won't do it. I mean... And he's a really good bowler, but which to me, if you're that good, you sh- should be able to bowl with any ball well, around. Well,
1: having your own ball is like a game changer.
0: Yes, it's, Am I like, right? it's like your own pool stick for pool. you know? You can't just throw anything what, on the table. What, a valbushka? What? Listen... <laughs> You, you'll never get it, Scott. You don't get it. I've been talking to you. I've been knowing you for
2: 30 years, and you still don't understand. You don't, you don't understand. So you're saying that you can't bowl without a ball, uh, your ball. I can bowl without a ball, but I'll, I'll be that's, like you. Well, that's hey. all I'm asking for. I'm asking for your, <laughs> your best game without your own ball. That's, that's all I want. That's I mean, not... Tom Cruise doesn't play. He's not allowed to use his own stick in the color of money because everybody would know he was a hustler. Mm. he still wins are you saying you're not tom cruise it's apples and oranges didn't you ever see kingpin <laughs> or bill
0: murray I did. has that ball and it's got the rose in the middle
2: that's not your that's not the kind of ball you have no that's that's for
0: show that's for tv but the point is and i think Ali might know something about bowling but
3: you know just because that's
2: for show. Sure. <laughs> you gotta explain to me
3: <laughs> oh, what movies gabe, are. <laughs> do you have your ball
0: not next to me no it's in the it's in the closet near the room and it's not one ball it's
2: in the bed where, where where it stays i have three balls
1: <laughs> see? and I'm, I'm with gabe
0: and listen to this most people are <laughs> these balls are scented
2: and i'm not joking the balls that they balls. Oh yeah, they do have scented balls. Thing out of. We're going to take everything that he says out of context. <laughs>
0: no, my. F- you have scented balls. Yes, it's yeah. scented balls, and and the, the, my favorite ball was my, my storm Crossroad. It smelled like maple syrup. And to this so you, day. So you smell your balls. <laughs> my bowling balls do have a scent. Listen, there's when you see the guy walking in the bowling alley with two hands full of three ball three bowling balls in each hand. They're on wheels, and the backpack on his, you know,
2: over his shoulder. He's a serious bowler.
1: That's right.
2: These people don't mess around.
1: He's
2: also a serious nerd. (laughs) I'm (laughs) saying if you're that good, you can, you don't need the ball.
1: Gabe, what's your high game? Let's start there.
2: This is going to be good. Wait till you hear this. Three hundred.
1: Shut up.
0: I've done it 14 times.
1: Are you serious? I'm not joking. And Oh my God! It's awesome.
0: I did it <laughs> twice in one set. I went 300, 300, 300, and I won't tell you about the last game.
1: Wow! You know wow, what, what?
0: What happened the last game? I got a little tired or, or nervous or whatever, and the lanes changed, and I shot one eighty-one. But whoa! What? What? A, it's just fun. When I, I think, what Scott, an Icarus-like fall to Earth that must have been for you. <laughs> We're gonna get to Icarus later. <laughs> But uh, it's just fun. It's just fun, and I've done it all my life, and uh, I miss it because I haven't bowled in a league since COVID. But if I come back to Chicago, I'll bring my balls and we'll go out there on a Monday night and rock
2: the lanes. Monday, right. Monday night,
1: Monday nights. Get on out there. See, that's awesome. I just think
2: a guy who has bowled twelve three hundreds, fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen three hundreds should be able to bowl with the house balls, unscented I, house balls.
0: I can. Anybody can bowl with house balls. They don't fit. It's like, it's like a,
2: a, a ice skater using rented ice skates. Yeah, and if they're really good ice skaters, they're gonna still be fine. They'll be okay, but they won't be super. Do they you want to get like does the aroma of the balls sort of like give you a high and that's that's how you're able to well, you what, what is the point of having scented balls?
0: It's just a gimmick.
2: <laughs> it's just a gimmick. It's like uh I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like either. So Ellie, how did you start blood people? How, how did that happen?
1: Um Well, I mean, Jeff kind of <sighs> Jeff and I we were just jamming on some riffs and I mean then I guess my friend, well my friend Kevin was I think they were working at a Guitar Center or something. So we kind of put a band together that way with just, I mean, some of our friends and um Shannon Burns. We knew I mean, I met her through that night at um at the Hard Rock, those those nights that we used to host over there. Uh-huh. So she was a bartender, and I met her, and we kind of hit it off because she loved my voice, and she was she's a killer fucking bass player. I mean, she's her she can do vocal harmonies like stack vocal harmonies like perfect pitch. But anyways, she was in a band called The Forecast for years, and um, yeah, I just asked her to be in the band, and then.
2: Have you and Jeff always been in bands together?
1: Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean like I said we we were playing in my parents basement you know since we were like 16. I mean we were both in the music program like in college. He was in I mean so we did that played all over town there and then um yeah. I mean on and off I guess and then I did like a solo thing for a little bit and then missed being a van- being in a band. Right. I miss I miss playing shows though. We haven't played since October at Liar's Club. For Halloween,
2: which was fun. So, when's your next show?
1: I don't know yet.
2: Okay. <laughs> do with steven tyler
1: yeah um i mean i was on american idol like okay. uh, what is that 12 years ago is that 12 years ago oh my god yeah 12 years ago
2: okay so i never yeah. watch american idol gabe okay. does but i don't watch so you- it but i saw i
0: saw the clip before the show tonight and i'm like this is pretty cool i, I don't know what I, if i could do this if, if my idol was in front of me and i had to perform like that oh my god what
2: did you have to, to do?
1: I had to sing in front of them. I mean, to be honest, Gabe, I don't even remember. I like kind of blacked out when I was in there. I was like so fucking nervous. Like,
0: <laughs> I didn't get to see I, the sec- I didn't get to see the second part of it. But you made it to Hollywood, right? You 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 passed the audition.
1: Yes, I did. I did.
0: And I'm sure that was yeah. nerve wracking. But man, that was that was pretty cool to watch. I was like, wow, I,
2: I didn't know this happened. <laughs> what song did you do?
1: Um, I sing come together by the Beatles, but like, by the Beatles. You know, yeah. But you know, but, I mean, Steven Tyler covers that too. So it was like kind of a twofer if
2: you will. Right. So did you, co- <laughs> did you pick that song because you knew he covered
1: it? Not really. No. I mean, I, I, I was like, I don't know why I picked that song. I think my dad was like, you should do that. You know, my dad was like the one kind of like driving me to do American Idol. It was you know, I kind of did it for my dad. It was cute. Uh-huh. He's like, you got to try out. You got to try out. So he took me to the audition. Like we got up at like, I don't know, one in the morning and like drove to Milwaukee, got there at three and we were there all fucking day, like for like 12 hours. It was crazy. So it's yeah. like the like cattle call in like the Bradley center. There was like, I don't know, 15,000 people there auditioning. And it was just like an all day thing. I think I was like, My number was like ten thousand something, and then it's it's crazy. It was fun though. It was just you know something to do, and I mean, it was fun.
2: So out of that many people, how many do they just pick one, or or how many
1: people? So like, I mean, I don't want to ruin the magic, but I mean,
4: (laughs) yeah, please ruin the magic. But yeah,
1: okay. So I mean, like you know there's they make it seem like you know it's that it's all that day right but it's like this cattle call of like you know like I said 15,000 people and then like I I would say like maybe 500 make it to like the next day and then you go the next day and you do like auditions with like the producers and all this shit and then like you know they pick like 50 like a hundred I think it's like a hundred people From that they whittle it down to like a hundred After the callback and then Like three months later You go To like audition for the judges like in front Of them mm-hmm. so it's like This thing that like makes it look like You know it's all happening that day they've like Got the judges are so tired and this And that but it's like you know over time Right so it was a It was a process I mean but you know
2: so then you get on the show mm-hmm. and you do come together in front of Steven Tyler.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: And what does he say?
1: <laughs> um, I think he said it was pitchy, which <laughs> probably, I mean, you know. No,
2: that's not what Steven Tyler says. The other guy says that, right? Or yeah, yeah. Dog. Well,
1: no, yeah. No, I think they both said that. I don't know. But I mean, it was just it was cute. <laughs> I was so nervous. I mean, I can't, I don't even know how I got through the song cause it was just like, I don't even remember being in that room. <laughs> I would freak out if Steven Taylor told me I was going to Hollywood. <laughs> I would freak out.
4: Hello. Hi. 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 Wow. What's your name? Allie. <laughs> Allie? Yeah. Why wow, you look like you could be one of my, nope. One of your friends. One of my friends, that's it. Hi. What's it all about?
1: Oh, my God, this is crazy.
4: (laughs) I know. It's funny. Jennifer, there's a thing with these two. Like, she can't speak. just lots of words. Hmm? Very rare. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, I love you.
4: (laughs) Obviously, we could kind of tell something. (laughs) I'm thinking maybe a hug is in line here. Yes, please.
1: Oh,
4: my God, this is too Ooh. cool. This is too cool. It,
1: it gets better. Oh, my it God. It gets
4: better. Watch.
1: Okay. I was in there for, like, probably 15 minutes with them. They made me sing, like, two other songs that weren't aired. And then, um, you know, they did the whole dramatic thing, like, you know, got me super emotional and then <laughs> sent me on my way to Hollywood, you know? I think Boy, I, sang man, I sing Dream On. I sing Dream On. Cause they were like, oh, do you know any Aerosmith songs? And I was like thinking in my head, I'm like real quick. Cause I had nothing prepared and I was like, fuck, I'm like, I gotta like, you know, come up with something. So I was just, like, yeah, dream on. And you know, I know that one. And I'm like, oh, it's like the fucking hardest song in the world to <laughs> sing. Like, and it's like, you can't sing that song unless you can do the like end note or whatever, you know, it's like, was right. so stupid. Like, <laughs> But it worked <laughs> out cause he just saved me. He like hit the high note and I was like, okay, thank God. Like, you know. Okay, it's over.
0: So did you go to the next round and went to Hollywood? Because I didn't get to see the rest of it.
1: I did, yeah. So that was insane. I mean, that was, uh, I mean, I think that was like a couple of months later. I think we did that. And like, I mean, the second you get off the plane, they're like videotaping you. You know, and then like, it's just like the second you get there, it's like, you know, you're either doing B-roll shit or like you're auditioning that next day. And you've been traveling all day and filling out paperwork and blah, blah, blah. And so it was pretty crazy. But I mean, I made the first audition when I was there. And then the second audition, it's like a group thing. So Mm. like there's, you know, you have to pick a group. And like, you know, you, you have to scramble really quick and pick people that like, you know, all strangers or whatever, you know. So I got paired up with this group that I just, you know, they wanted to do a dance routine. I'm like, I don't fucking dance, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll dance all day, but not like choreographed dancing, you know.
2: Did you end up having to dance?
1: Yeah. And it was awful. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. I was like terrified this is going to be like aired on you know, on TV because it was just so bad, like so. But they never aired it, so that's good.
2: So then you come back to Chicago. Yeah. American Idol star. And the phone's ringing off the hook.
1: No, no, it was no. like you had to wait again. You know, like we were out there how where, whenever, and then it was like months later till it aired, and you don't know what they're gonna even put on the air. You know what I mean? They don't tell right. you. It's just like okay, it's on TV, so. You know, we're watching it and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, this is on for a fucking, you know, six, seven minutes. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So everyone that I know that I've ever known, you know, <laughs> is emailing me, calling me, text, you know, it was just fucking crazy for a minute there. But um yeah. And then, you know, I just rode with it, I guess, you know, uh-huh. started playing out. That's like, you know, kind of what kicked off like me doing like a solo thing. I was just like, okay, like, you know, I was already playing out acoustic shows, um, doing the, you know, the Angels and Kings thing and all that. Um, And then, you know, I just kind of went with it, I guess.
2: So all of this is because of your dad, basically. Yeah. The guitar.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a band, too.
2: What's the name of his band?
1: <laughs> um, it's called American BBC.
2: American BBC? Yes. That's
1: not bad. Yeah. They play pretty like good. British Invasion covers. So they do like the Beatles, the Stones, the Kinks, the Yardbirds, like all that shit. So, and they're pretty good. He's a good singer. He doesn't play guitar, Get, but.
2: He doesn't play guitar. No. But he had that fucking Les Paul.
1: I, yeah, I know. At least it went to good use now, you know.
2: Gabe, if you were in a band, what would it be called? If I was in a band, it'd be called Heavy. That's what it'd be called. That's cool. It's a terrible name. No. That band
0: is Heavy. (laughs) That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Who is it? That band's Heavy.
2: (laughs) I would not go see Heavy. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Ben, would you go see a band called Heavy?
3: No. No. I prefer, like, scented balls. <laughs>
4: <laughs> What's okay,
2: so what are the three Very best exciting. Metallica songs?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's hard. Um. I mean, I love Motor Breath. Oh, I yeah? Lo- I fucking love that song, yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Blackened, is good. That's a good one. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, also, incidentally, that's how I like my fish.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know, battery.
2: Good, good, solid picks. What about you, Gabe? I'm
0: writing down. I wrote battery. I wrote anesthesia. Pulling teeth. Whiplash. Mm-hmm. And I wrote Orion, which is my favorite Metallica song. Mm, they're all good. I would pick Orion too. And it's not because there's no words. It's just the yeah, greatest there's no song.
1: J- there's no James on that, though. Come I on. No,
0: but it's the best. It's the best piece of music that they wrote, and it's James just a- plays guitar on it, doesn't he?
1: Well, yes. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I was just talking about vocals. I mean, vocal. Yeah.
2: It's Jamesless. less vocals. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, which brings us to Gabe's question here. I got two
0: questions, but I'm going to go straight to the to the one that we always go to. How come to?
3: nobody asked me what Metallica songs are my favorite? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Ben. What's your favorite Metallica?
1: Yeah, come on, Ben. I
3: go for a deep cut, a uh, little something called Enter Sandman. I knew
2: <laughs> he was going to say that. What's the
3: best? Every guest that comes on the show
0: gets the same question, and for some reason, I get to ask it. And the question is, if you had to pick between two bands that you could not live without, one would have to no longer be in your collection one would be always in your collection. It would be between these two bands. The replacements. are getting better at this question. The replacements yeah. or Iron Maiden? <laughs> hmm. It's a tough one. It's not that tough, but. Oh, yeah.
1: It is. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is because, I mean, I don't know.
3: I didn't think it'd be that tough. Shh. Gabe, you've said enough. You've said too much, actually.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it would be kind of a toss up, to be honest.
3: Wow.
1: They, I gotta, mean, the replacements one. have so many good songs. It's like Say it, I don't know. preach. <laughs> but I mean, Iron Maiden have so many great great songs, great albums. So it's like, I don't know. Wow. I don't know.
0: Can't mm. can't commit to either one. That's a first. But you have to commit I mean, to one. I don't know. There are no wrong answers. There are wrong answers.
1: Well, it's funny because I've seen Iron Man twice. And mm-hmm. I've seen the replacements once, but I was so fucked up. I don't remember any of it. So.
2: <laughs> and so were they.
1: Yeah, I know, right? She
2: probably No, she would have seen them when they weren't <laughs> fucked up.
1: Yeah, it was at Riot Fest. It was like when they came.
2: Oh, I was at that show. I don't
1: know. When was that? Uh, Like 2015? That sounds
2: about right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I was just so like blackout drunk. I'm just like, why did I get this fucked up? Like I was, I wanted to see them so bad. It's just like, okay.
3: Because you didn't hydrate. I don't know. Okay, so it 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 was muddy and rainy that night. That was a
1: nasty. That that was, no, because I think that was the same year as Slayer. Was it the same year?
2: I don't remember. I don't think Slayer was the same night.
1: No, that's what I was like going to say I'm like because I, but I think that that was the same year because the rainy, muddy day, I feel like was Slayer. I think
2: it was, was still know. pretty we're going with replacements.
1: I don't know. We're, put, we're
2: putting you down for replacements.
1: All right, fine.
0: no, that, that was intimidation there, Scott.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's hard. I hate. I hate. Yeah, I hate making those kind of decisions. It's like I don't know.
0: Wow, we're gonna have to leave it there because
1: it's not gonna. I mean, it's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, I. Uh, <laughs> I thought I had this one in the bag though. I thought Maiden was, gonna rule on this one. I but. do
1: love Iron Maiden, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know.
2: So you don't know what you, when the next Blood People show is? Are you guys recording? Not, you
1: know, yeah, Well, yeah. So we have we're in the middle of like some recording right now, some writing, recording that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah.
2: So that, that's it. Yeah. Gabe,
1: okay,
2: what yeah. was your other I question?
0: It's not really a question. It's more of a comment. And this I haven't done this in a while, Scott. Remember, remember when I used to say who our guest looks like It reminds me? Of? Oh, oh, please don't do that. We this this went over oh, like a lid balloon with one of our guests where I said he looked like Steve Bannon. Oh, my God.
1: It's awful.
2: Can you imagine? <laughs> it is awful. But it was and the now best. he's going to do it to you. Yeah. I'm gonna, now
1: I'm, I, to... I, I'm afraid of what you're going to say now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. But I,
0: I when I first saw you, I think, you know, you. I think we did a show at the Cubby Bear and you were opening up and I was selling merch and I'm like, man, she looks like Punky Brewster.
1: <laughs> I've gotten that before, actually. So that's, that's cute.
0: All right. It's not as bad as Steve Bannon. No, no it's not no. as bad
1: as
2: Steve Bannon. No.
1: <laughs> I never really watched Punky Brewster, though. I think I was like two. Did
2: know. you see the movie, the Sully on Moon Fry movie?
1: I did. No. Cl-
2: What's the name of that movie, kid?
0: It was like, uh, oh, I don't know, when we were young or something stupid like that where they have the back behind-the-scenes footage of all the child Is it st- called 90s Kid or something? Yeah, yeah.
1: When did that so, come out? It was... In the 80s?
0: No, it no. was like a couple of years ago. She had all these home movies from oh. all, all of her friends from the 90210 no area and, and the, all the oh
2: my God. child stars from the 90s. And it's
4: yeah. just a... Oh. Like, and
2: she said... Charlie Sheen took her virginity when she was really young.
1: Oh my god.
2: I didn't even make it all
0: the way through, Scott. I can't believe you watched it.
2: I mean, I had it on in the background. But you remember a lot of it? <laughs> well, I thought that was kind of a shocking bombshell. Like she basically I don't I don't even she kind of, I don't even know if she alluded to it. She kind of like it just came
3: out. And I was like, "Charlie, and they're like, oh, yeah, Charlie. Allie, so uh, you've got the two Blood People EPs. hmm But you are now working on an actual album or no?
1: Yes. it's Yeah, it's supposed to be an album. We, I mean, we have, we have like half kind of recorded and then half kind of demoed. So it's just been kind of a process, to be honest, this time around. I mean, it always is, but it's just always like some new roadblocks. I think you're just going to put
3: out another EP.
1: I mean, maybe we will. I don't know. Maybe,
3: maybe that's we, all you'll yeah, ever do. Maybe that's going to be your thing as a band. You're just an EP <laughs> band. Because those first two EPs are great. Maybe you should just take those and turn those into an album and then work on something else. That never works, Ben. Oh, it doesn't? No.
1: We made CDs with both of the EPs on there. so. Oh, there I you go. See? But I don't know if anyone like even uses cds but is
2: it like one of those cds that like it says there's two eps on it
1: no it's just all the tracks it looks like one one album
3: what's it called just blood people
1: blood people that's
3: it what is that what is the name what does that mean blood people
1: um i mean it just means like you know not to get all like hippy dippy but no please do it's like a like a oneness kind of thing you know it's not like you know i was always kind of when i was growing up like against like any kind of like label or like you know associating with you know i just like was always wanting to be my own thing and um you know like just kind of taking people like individually i guess you know and then but like we all are like you know the same we're all human beings
3: it's all the same blood people yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I, I totally got
2: it, man. I'm on that wave. Yeah. What do you mean? It's it's just blood people, right? You're full of blood. Yeah. Right? It's supposed to be scary.
1: Yeah. No, it's not supposed to be scary. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's like we're all part of the earth, you know? We're all like kind of like an, our own alien species on the earth, you know?
2: Yeah. No, I I, I don't know what you're talking about,
1: do you believe in aliens, Scott? Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna take that as a no.
2: Oh no! <laughs> because he said no, you, you took that as a no. <laughs> you and the aliens. All right, what's worse, Ali? Somebody telling you about their dreams or somebody <laughs> telling you about their ghost <laughs> sighting? Um.
1: I she mean, if somebody told decisions. No, I. <laughs> if somebody told me about their dreams, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'm kind of into dream analysis, so that kind of like you know gives you a little window into whatever there is going on.
2: So oh, that might right. be kind
1: of interesting. And then I don't know. Ghost stories are always fun.
2: So you believe in ghosts? Yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost before?
1: Um. Uh, Seen one, not on drugs, no.
2: Okay. (laughs) So are you sure that ghost was a ghost and not a UFO?
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, they could be one and the same, you know.
2: Gabe,
0: have you ever seen a ghost? I think I have seen a ghost when I was like six. No, I was like 13 years old. Cause am afraid of the dark. I still am. But, uh, <laughs> I was walking home from somebody's house and there was a dude walking like a zombie, like this, making some <laughs> moaning noises. And I started running as fast as I could to get the hell out of there.
2: I don't think that was a ghost. I think that you were just in Zion.
0: I don't know, but it was crazy. It's like the Scooby-Doo, you know, s- scary monsters. I mean, it was a ghost.
2: It wasn't a real person, I think. Okay, so Monday's at the Diversity Rock and Bowl. Yes. Blood People is making a record. Yes. We'll return. We'll rise from the grave.
1: And yes, that's what you rise got these from days. from the ashes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, I'm always keeping myself busy. But yeah, I mean, those are two things for sure.
2: Right. So what keeps you going? What do you think it is?
1: What keeps me going? I mean... I'm an artist, so I'm just like wanting to create, put things out. I mean, I just, um, I have a lot of passion. So, and I love making things. I love like all sorts of art. I love consuming the art and then making the art. So, Mm. um, yeah, but I mean, people really, I think, you know, what do you mean? I mean, a lot of people like like have believed in me my whole life. And like, you know, I, um, I don't know. It's like people give me energy when I play at my gigs and stuff. I mean, people are just like, you know, you can see that, you know, it's like a exchange of energy and it's just like, I just love being around people. I love performing for people. Um, it's the most important thing, you know, Yeah, people in your life.
0: (laughs) Scott, Scott, hold on a second. Are you endorsed by any kind of, uh, Guitar pedals, because I'm looking at this KHDK site oh,
4: yeah.
0: that Allie's part of, where she's holding up yeah. this big old fuzz pedal or whatever this is.
2: Yeah, what about it? Are you asking me? Yes, you're not signed by a guitar pedal company, are you? I'm not as cool as Allie, but if you scroll down, <laughs> yes? you might see somebody you recognize. Scroll down, Scott see someone? Scott
3: hasn't been on American Idol.
2: That's It's true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> who, who do I
0: recognize? I'm not looking at the whole list. The rush keeps scrolling. Well, I was only looking at her artist.
3: Let's see. Scott, yeah, I know. If you were to go You're on. You're not going to see me on her artist. If you were to go on American Idol, what would you sing? What would be your audition song, Scott Lucas? What would be my
2: audition song? Um, hmm. Young Turks by Rod Stewart. Love it. Steven Tyler's not still on American Idol, is he?
1: No. I think he's like in a lawsuit right now or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you are on this page as Tushcat. You didn't fess up to this. I just told you I was. No, I asked you, are you, are you in a pedal? You and Gary Holt? And, what, and Ali- what did
2: I say? Scroll oh, down. Oh, the Gary
1: Holt pedal. I want that pedal, but I think that's like kind of hard to find now.
2: What's the Gary Holt pedal?
1: It's like um it's just like the distortion on there is like fucking awesome.
2: Scott Hmm. Scott
0: says
1: signature pedal.
0: Yeah. The scuzz box sound pretty goddamn awesome.
2: According to Scott. It does sound pretty pretty goddamn awesome, yeah. You you satisfied now, Gabe? Yes. Well I I wasn't looking
0: for you. I was trying to research Allie and see what I could talk about. Uh (laughs) And uh this page popped up. So Along with John 5,
2: a whole lot, whole lot of people here, so I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Like, we play uh, different
2: pedals. I got this, guys. You're the number one.
1: I have the number one and the ghoul screamer, but um, yeah, the number ones. I think. I, well, I think I was more using the ghoul screamer later, but um, yeah, I have both
2: yeah you're in blood people you should be using the ghoul screamer
1: yeah for sure a, sc- for sure. a scary
2: band name should be playing a scary band pedal so uh, last question and we'll let you go uh, is, has this podcast been too dude centric for you at all i mean no too duty are, are, we, are, too are, duty? We, are we
3: too duty duty
1: no i Dudeish. Mean. You Are you trying to say bro without saying bro-y? <laughs> <I'll>
4: <laughs> I've never heard bro-y.
1: anyone say that. I don't know. Um, no, no. Okay. It's been great. Yeah. All
2: right. We're just wondering. Oh. We've been called dude-centric. and We just want to make sure that you didn't I feel too much testosterone during this last conversation.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I mean, is that why you had me on to like, Less yeah, than the less we than need, dude right, we, Who do
2: we
3: know That's not a dude <laughs> Even with all the talk of Gabe's balls You didn't feel it was too dude centric
1: No I mean yeah, I've been talking a lot about that. balls <laughs> Because, that because of the bowling You know Right There's a lot of jokes to be made with bowling and balls So it's like It goes right with my With my night so, make all the ball jokes you want, Gabe.
0: That's getting cut, Ben. Whatever you said <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>